Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explained. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 69, The Mortgage Buster Strategy. Use this to pay down your mortgage faster. The not-so-secret keys to property investment are equity and servicing. That's because most property investors don't buy property with cash. They build up equity in their existing properties, which can be used to buy the next investment property, and then the one after that, and after that, and so on. And the other one is servicing, so the income and expenses side of your mortgage application. This is important because the bank needs to make sure that you can afford the lending that you take out. Both equity and servicing will likely increase over time as your property's value goes up and you slowly pay off your mortgage. However, this gradual pace might not suit gung-ho investors wanting to hurry things along. So is there a way to speed things up? The answer is yes, and it's called the Mortgage Buster Strategy. In this episode, you'll learn what the Mortgage Buster is and if you can use it to get closer to your next investment property. Let's get started. The Mortgage Buster is a strategy that you can use to get closer to your next investment property. And essentially it works by paying down your mortgage more aggressively, which helps both your equity and servicing. This is done by making extra repayments against your mortgage, but doing it in a flexible and goal-orientated way. And you do this by using a revolving credit or an offset account. A revolving credit acts as a savings goal for the year and every extra cent that you can possibly scrimp together goes towards achieving that savings goal. Now obviously there's quite a bit more involved with what a revolving credit is, so let me explain in more detail. Using the Mortgage Buster, your mortgage is split into a minimum of two parts. So part one is you pay down the minimum rate. Part two is you attack aggressively using a revolving credit or an offset account. The first part of the strategy still leaves the bulk of your loan on a fixed term interest rate, but you break off a smaller chunk of your mortgage to be put in a revolving credit or an offset account, depending on what your bank's going to offer you. These mortgage products are on a floating interest rate, which means they are more expensive at the outset. However, revolving credit and offset accounts are the type of mortgage product that are enormously useful for property investors and those just starting out with their portfolio. They are a type of mortgage that provides flexibility to pay down your mortgage more aggressively. Okay, what is a revolving credit? Even for people who are familiar with what they are, revolving credits can be complex to grasp. The most common way for it to be described is like a giant overdraft, which is true. But here's how it works in more detail. So you're going to chip off a part of your mortgage and make it work like a transactional account. So it is like having a big overdraft, but at mortgage interest rates. So rather than having a 15% interest rate like some other loans and overdrafts, it's on a home loan rate, which might be, well, at the time of writing this article, it might be at 5 to 6%. But obviously that's going to be higher if you are taking out lending in 2023. So in its simplest terms, while you continue to make your minimum mortgage repayments, you also put any spare money into your revolving credit. But like an overdraft, you can also take out that money at any time. So you're going to put all of your salary into your revolving credit, but then you're also going to take out all of your expenses. Some investors find that this flexibility really pushes them to pay down that mortgage more rapidly, with the comfort of knowing that you can actually access that money in an emergency. As an example, let's say you've managed to put $10,000 into your revolving credit. But then if your car breaks down, you can take that money back out to cover the repairs. Now, if you were to try and do this sort of strategy with a standard principal and interest loan, not only are you limited in how much extra you can pay back, which is 5% for most banks without incurring extra fees, you will also have to apply to get that money back out, which isn't going to happen in a hurry. So yes, there is a lot more flexibility with the revolving credit. But again, that doesn't mean that they're all sunshine and roses either, but I'll get to the cons that you'll need to be aware of in a minute. 
Okay, so how big should your revolving credit be? In case you're wondering, no, you can't set your whole mortgage up as a revolving credit. The bank just wouldn't let you anyway, even if you wanted to. So generally, a revolving credit needs to be at least $10,000, but no more than $250,000. As a general rule, your revolving credit should be how much you think you could save into it over the course of a year. This means that you have a small, definable goal with a set time frame of when you want to pay it off by. Let me give you an example. Let's say you think that you can pay an extra $200 a week as part of the mortgage buster. You're then going to set up your revolving credit for around $10,000. If you think you can save $400 a week, you're going to set it up for around $20,000. Because revolving credits are floating accounts, you will typically pay a higher interest rate on these accounts compared to with your main mortgage. And this means these accounts tend to cost more money if paid down slowly. And it also means that the interest you need to pay will fluctuate as the banks can change these floating interest rates at any time. This is why it's best not to make your revolving credit too large. Now, how effective is this at paying down my mortgage? The purpose of the mortgage buster is to change your spending behavior by giving you a set goal to work towards. What we mean by this is whilst you continue making minimum repayments on your main loan, extra money that you can spare is given directly to the revolving credit or offset. And this does the following two things. Number one, it gives you a goal that you can see. The mortgage buster, by dividing your mortgage into a smaller chunk, has given you a specific goal to work towards. And sometimes the mental payoff for being able to see this progress can make all the difference to your motivation. And then number two, it gives you the confidence to save harder. Because these types of accounts are flexible, you can put money in, you can take it out, this gives you the ability to be really aggressive. You can challenge yourself to transfer more money into the account to decrease your mortgage. But you also have the security of knowing that if you did overstretch yourself or have an emergency, the money is still available to you. However, if you just increased your mortgage repayments on one large mortgage, for instance, at one year fixed term, then you are locked into that higher repayment for the next 12 months. But then we get to the question, well, how do I make additional payments, right? Because I hear you. You don't have bucket loads of money to make extra mortgage repayments. You're already tapped out with your mortgage, your bills, your childcare. So how on earth do you find the extra money to put into your revolving credit? And the usual advice is to decrease what you spend or increase what you earn. And here are two more specific options for you. One common option is to get a flatmate in. If you get a flatmate in and you charge them 200 bucks a week, you can round up your mortgage repayments. Or number two, you can ask for a pay rise. If getting a flatmate in isn't an option for you, or if you've already got one, there are other options that you can have for increasing your income. And the three main ones are ask your boss for a pay rise, or find higher income employment, or start a side hustle. Generally, if an investor hasn't had a pay rise in a while, using the Mortgage Buster strategy can be a really good trigger to have that conversation with your boss. If your bank doesn't offer you a revolving credit, they'll likely offer an offset account instead. It has similar benefits, but it works just slightly differently. And the main difference with an offset account is that it has two accounts rather than one like the revolving credit, a loan account, and you'll have the offset account that you put the money in. Or like said another way, Rather than just one account with a revolving credit that sees money come in and out, separate accounts offset each other. And so how it works is a part of your mortgage is put on a floating rate in one account, and then you have another account that you put money into. You are then only charged interest on the balance. Let's say you have 30k floating loan and you have 20k deposited in your offset accounts. In this scenario, your interest is only charged on the $10,000 difference or the part of your mortgage that hasn't been offset. You don't usually have a choice between the two. Your bank will either offer a revolving credit 
or an offset account. But typically, if you like to live on a budget and you're good with your money, you'll use a revolving credit. If you prefer to have your money bucketed in different accounts, then you'll use an offset. And this is exactly what I'm like, which means you're most likely to have separate accounts that you've probably named for things like holidays, savings, school fees, power is another one I use as well. If you're this type of person, then an offset account is probably going to work well for you. Whereas a revolving credit is much better for people who keep to a strict budget. When you're this type of person, you'll suit having a revolving credit in one account because you'll only spend what you set out to do and then the rest will just gradually build up. Okay, so who is this mortgage buster strategy the right fit for? Most mortgage brokers, if you ask them, and I do, they'll tell you that everyone with a mortgage should use a revolving credit, but only if used correctly. And this is because its flexibility allows you to save aggressively. But there is that risk that you don't use it the right way. And that's because it's voluntary money. It isn't locked away. So instead, it's there for you to freely and sometimes all too easily take out and spend. And this is why some financial advisors call them revolting credits because they don't always work as well as they should do on paper. So the mortgage buster strategy is a great fit for you if you are disciplined with money and have the means to make extra payments to pay down your revolving credit quite quickly. But if your money personality doesn't like to save and would be way too tempted by the large lump sum of money available just sitting there ready to be spent on your next holiday, then you might think about just upping your mortgage payment so you don't have access to the cash. Then the last thing I'm going to say about this is that you can implement your mortgage buster strategy whenever you like. You don't have to wait for your property to come off a fixed term agreement to get the strategy underway. Really, all you have to do to put your mortgage buster into practice is talk to your mortgage advisor. Together, you'll work out a reasonable amount to set up as a revolving credit, and then they'll set it up for you. Good luck. Good luck.